right, everybody, welcome back to the CrossFit Casco Bay podcast. Nick and I are back at it again, and today we're diving into the world of programming. How's it going, Nick? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I, uh, I'm ready to tackle this this uh, this podcast after listening to you take five takes to get it off. Yeah. We'll get going now. <laughs> oh, I cut it. They didn't know. They didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't. I, my words uh, eluded me this uh, the beginning of this podcast. But uh, we've been getting a lot of uh, comments about programming, and I th- we thought it would be good to sit down and talk about the, the whys of the programming. And I think it'd be really good for people to hear, you know, why are muscle-ups and workouts and why are there no rest? days. And there's just all kinds of, uh, of questions that people have. So we wanted to, to dive into that. And I think the best way to start is to talk about where our programming comes from. So if Nick, why don't you let them know, like, uh, where do we get these workouts? Yeah. Um, so, so the workout program we actually follow is, is called cap. It's CrossFit affiliate programming. Um, and a couple years ago when I was, um, starting to wean off of doing the program myself, I was trying to find an option that best suited our community. Um, as a whole. And, and I've always been a big believer in uh, GPP, which is general uh, physical preparedness, that type of programming where you see constantly varied movements. It's everything that you see, like from gymnastics to weightlifting to just odd objects, everything mixed together, you know, organized chaos, but it's never um, solely focused on just trying to get you a lot better across it, you know, because that's not really what general fitness needs. Um, that's what led me to this programming called Ham Plan. Um, with some gentlemen's, some gentlemen uh, named Austin Maliolo and James Hobart and Austin Spencer, um, all former games athletes. They are the coaches of the CrossFit coaches, um, so they have quite a bit of experience in in this world. And and their programming actually got bought out by CrossFit, and it kind of has evolved into obviously what we currently follow, um, which is CAP CrossFit affiliate programming. So this, this, uh, the program that our gym follows comes directly from CrossFit HQ. Um, and, and that's where we're currently at with our programming. Yeah. And, and you kind of mentioned it, but just to clarify, like, uh, those three gentlemen, I I don't know if they all are on the staff, but I'm pretty sure they were all on seminar staff. So when you say coaches of the coaches, meaning like when all the coaches at the, at uh, both affiliates in Portland, Augusta, go get trained. They're getting trained by individuals like these three gentlemen that made this programming. So if it's uh, good enough for CrossFit to buy it out, it's definitely good enough, good enough for us. Um, so I think, um, Let's dive into the methodology behind programming, especially specifically coming from CrossFit. Um, they usually give us a monthly focus and then a week ahead of time. So dive in a little bit on on what they're trying to accomplish on a monthly basis and then on a, on a weekly basis with uh, what kind of fitness we're trying to get out of this programming. Yeah, so I really touched upon it a little bit already, but just saying how the program we follow is is GPP programming. So um, what that essentially means, general physical preparedness, you, you're just trying to get fit for life. Um, and and the way that our program is structured is is that um, it takes it in that direction of you're not really ever just focusing in on one of the elements of fitness. You're getting the whole swath of everything that encompasses that and what we talk about in the 10 domains of fitness. Um, but, um, what cap does a very good job at that I, I enjoy is, is making sure that 
there is a little bit of organization to that chaos. So you'll see that we each month go through little cycles of like, okay, we've been doing a lot of gymnastics this month. That's, that's strange. Oh, it's because we're focusing on gymnastics this month or, Hey, May is coming up. I bet you're going to see some more push-ups than you normally would throughout the year. I wonder why that is. Oh, because Murph's at the end of May. Right. So they're, they, they have, um, you know, reasons behind why they're doing uh, specific um, little elements to the programming. And you, if you start to, you know, come back and take a little bit wider view, you see why there's some, um, some patterns, but um, the variety that's needed in order to get the intended stimulus. Right. And so we have our, our, our monthly focus, but now we have Monday through Sunday programming. Um, what are the kinds of workouts that we're trying to hit throughout the week? Like you kind of have to like have this broad brushstroke of like different kinds of workouts. Can you describe to us like uh, what different kinds of workouts they might see between Monday and Sunday in terms of like length of workouts, what's in the workouts, stuff like that? Yeah. So essentially when you start out programming, you pretty much just put down, you know, you're trying to build out a week. So they're getting the proper balance of weightlifting movements, um, cardiovascular based movements, um, and, uh, gymnastics based movements. So moving weight, moving your body, or, you know, just getting your lungs burning. Those are really the three that you're playing with. And then from there, you can build out every movement you would normally see in a class from those three little subcategories and you're trying to get a balance throughout the week of, okay, I'm hitting in a couple of these movements at you know, a short time domain. And then I'm going to hit in these movements at a moderately, you know, time, time domain. And then we have some longer ones and then we kind of keep blending them here and there. So there's, you know, you're seeing consistency week to week in regards to what is being seen, but each week you're getting variety across the board. Right. So I think one of the, to answer one of the questions that we get sometimes is, um, sorry, I got all kind of, I live in the middle of the city, so there's all kinds of fire trucks going by. Um, when, when we see our workouts throughout the week, there's not programmed rest days. So sometimes I feel like when, when we come, let's say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then coming again on Thursday and we're feeling kind of beat up. Uh, why is it that there isn't rest days or there isn't like easier days and like harder days in the so, programming? Yeah. I, and you're, like you said, like, so the programming is built out for seven days a week and no individual athlete should ever be working out seven days a week. And if they are, you're not going to be getting the results that you're looking for because you're you're overtraining. You're, you know, um, you're not giving your body the time to rest. However, CrossFit's not going to have any idea when you're taking your damn rest days, so they're right. going to have to and program are we. in. Yeah, exactly. So you're going to have to program in, you know, effectively seven workouts that line up together. So if people do do them in blocks of like they did day after day after day in a three block stance. It's like they hit three different things in that day. However, come the fourth day, you may be seeing something fairly similar, something you saw in the first three days. So you're kind of getting, a, you're tapping into a similar energy system. Um, if you didn't give your body the proper amount of time to rest and recover from that fatigue, you know, you might not be in the best position to see that day. Uh, so you have to kind of look at your week slightly different, you know, if you have specific rest days um, or even if those move around week to week on how you attack your workouts. Right. And that, and we were talking about this before the podcast, but we, we need to be able as a gym, not just as CrossFit, but like as a gym, be able to provide a, an equal 
opportunity of fitness of different varieties of workouts, regardless of people rest on Monday or they rest on the weekend and they can only, you know, and some people work out five days, you know, five days in a row and then take two days off. Some people do three on one off. There's all kinds of different, you know, schedules for everybody. So we need to make sure that throughout the week, everyone gets a little bit of something, a little bit of everything that is going to make a good fitness. And now that you can see the workouts ahead of time, you can even see like there's usually almost every week, one heavy day. There's almost always, and this month is benchmark month or cardio month. So you can see, all right, Friday's the benchmark. And then sometimes there's partner workouts. And on Saturday, there's a partner workout. So you can see that ahead of time. And kind of, if you have the flexibility to plan out your week, you can plan your rest days to try to alleviate any of those days where you walk in and go, man, I feel like I've done like shoulders, like five days in a row. Like I'm smoked. It's like, yeah, well, the, it might be best to throw in a rest day when you are feeling beat up and it's it's not always important to hit every single day out of all those seven days it's definitely not what it's designed to do um so we think that's really important to to get across but talking about hard workouts um let's talk a little bit about workout stimulus we've hit this all the time and i feel like i i i say i'm a parrot i say this over and over again in my classes but can you talk a little bit about uh, what is a workout stimulus and what different stimuli you might see uh, from day to day in different workouts? Yeah. So, so when workouts are, are programmed, um, there's, uh, there's intention behind it. We're not just throwing down, Hey, let's do some all balls and then some rowing. And then we do this and we'll do that. And we're not just throwing it all together and saying, all right, and this is the number and this is what we do. Um, the thought behind it is all right, what's the feeling that the athlete that completes this workout is getting, through the workout and then at the end of it um how how do we make it so this is the the intended stimulus is met and and what does that intended stimulus look like so that then we can effectively make everybody in the class feel that way um now those vary a lot depending on you know the different energy system that the the specific uh um workouts trying to attack and there's really three categories that those fall into um you got like the the phosphogenic glycogenic and oxidative states. Um, those are the three like big overview of, of, um, the technical terms of them. Uh, but really you want to think of it as like, you know, sprint, big lift is, is category number one. Then you have like mid range workouts, 800, you know, thinking of like something where you're moving hard at a steady state for, you know, moderate amount of time. And then there's the, okay, I'm going for a long time. Yep. Okay? You're, you're hanging out there for, um, you know, the more aerobic um, based workouts of this is true cardio. I'm going 20 minutes or, or longer of a sustained heart rate, but never really um, going all out at one point in time. It is literally sustained. Um, so those are the three buckets they fall into. And, and again, if you look at the week and you look at everything that's programmed, you're going to see those three stimuluses and different categories throughout. Right. And that could be something that you could utilize as an athlete to, to pick out what workouts you want to do. Like if you know, like, Hey, I've been really trying to work on my, my, my aerobic capacity, my ability to go long, then you might want to pick out the longer workouts. Um, or if you're really trying to get stronger or working on like the more explosive power, do the shorter workouts or the heavier workouts. Like we did yesterday when we saw 12, nine, six deadlifts at a super heavy weight of like 205, 315 and bar muscle ups. You know, it's supposed to be a, a fairly quick, that's probably more modern maybe like 11 minute workout, but it's, it's lower rep, more explosive movement. So it, you can take 
you know, into your own hands, like how you modify your training throughout the week by picking your rest days and picking what workouts you come to. Um, and hopefully, you know, as you do CrossFit longer and longer, you can start to understand like what workouts are supposed to feel like when you see like a 12 minute AMRAP, like we did on Monday of burpees and double unders. After you've done it for a while, you can start to know like, okay, I know exactly what a 12 minute AMRAP is going to feel like. Um, some days like yesterday, uh, Nick on, on Wednesday, we had 1296 deadlifts at 205, 315 and bar muscle-ups. Now, a, a lot of times we get questions on why the heck are, are our workouts, you know, having things that seem impossible or like seem like really extreme that only like maybe two, three, five people in the gym could complete as prescribed. Is there like a reason why, uh, the, the RX part of the workout seems so difficult, especially on days like that? Yeah. Um, the, the, the easiest way to put it is, is when, when programs are programming is being developed, you always program to the, the top 10% of, of the people within your community. Uh, you program towards the ceiling and, and the, the best way to put it in, and this is probably taking words out of your mouth, Zach, is if you, if you program the ceiling, you're able to implement the, uh, the, the methodology of CrossFit of it's infinitely scalable. You can take the top and there's an endless amount of possibilities below. There is no floor. You really can't put a floor. So, so if you take the other side of that, if somebody is like, well, I can't do muscle ups. Why is this programmed? And if you said, all right, well, you're going to program to the, what we think is the floor, then you're pretty much, well, you can't determine, or you can't, you're pretty much saying that you can't scale anything below that. And I think you can always say that there's a more inclusive option available. So if you were to say, Hey, today, you know, we're not doing muscle ups, but we're gonna make it a pull up. Well, what do you do for somebody that can't do a pull up? Cause they could then say, well, why isn't it ring rows? And it's like the person that can't do ring rows, you know, it's like, well, you know, why isn't it programmed to a dumbbell row? It's like, you can, you can keep it going down, but that's what makes CrossFit great is it's infinitely scalable. So there's always going to be a lower option, but we do want a set of like, Hey, this is the standard of this is the ceiling and let's try to achieve this. Right. And you, you just have to kind of put like a frame around it, right? We got to stop somewhere. And so we do that. It's like the idea of like a 5k, like I'm going to go run a 5k. It's like everyone there is running it a little bit differently, but the the ceiling is we're all running a 5k. You can either be the first place person or you're walking with your child in a stroller. Like, like we don't, it, like if they put the event as like walking a 5k with a child in a stroller, it'd be really hard to then scale up to all the, to all the other people. It's, it's just a lot easier to put the, the frame on it. All right, here's the ceiling. We're going to scale down from there. And it's, I think what happens and I, where it gets kind of cloudy, uh, is, is, people start to think that that's the goal. Like the goal of everyone in our gym that we get as a member is to eventually get them to do 1296 of deadlifts at 205 at bar muscle ups. Like that is, that is, couldn't be further from the truth. That's not, that's not the point. Mm -hmm. We're trying to improve everyone's fitness for everyone's specific goal and everyone's going to have different goals. If your goal is to be able to do that, then we can absolutely help you do that. But I would say 
90% of the people in our gym, if not more, that's not their goal. They want to look better naked. They want to be healthier for their kids. They want to be able to pick up their grandkids when they're 75 years old. They want to, you know, do an intramural sport or they're a college athlete. There's just so many different things. And, and the, the design of this workout is to just create really good workouts that are high intensity with functional movements. That's constantly varied to produce, like you said, general physical preparedness and everyone's, everyone needs GPP and that's all the same for everybody. But then there's also specific goals that we're all trying to achieve. So I I think the best thing that people could do is to not take this as like, if you can't do this, you know, you're a beginner, you're, you're lesser. Mm -hmm. It's not, that's not the point. We're just, we're just creating a framework of here's the workout for the day. Here's the ceiling. Let's scale down from there. Um, I think, I think mindset is, is kind of, you have to, you have to go into each day understanding that I'm just, what, what, why are you here? What's your goal? And, um, I've always been a, a big fan of the old way of like, there is just one workout in the process of CrossFit of it's infinitely scalable. Is just you, you figure out what's the best option for you going through it. I know now that we do, we have an intermediate and a beginner option, but like, just because you do it that way, doesn't mean you're intermediate or beginner. It's just like, no, this is how you're going to get the stimulus that the person that's doing it at this prescribed way is going to feel. And that's the only reason that it's written this way. There's no, you don't need to fall into any buckets or any of that thing. It's, it's, there's nothing more important to, a, you know, an athlete than trying to get the feeling out of the workout that we've, we've programmed it for. Like that's your goal for the day. It's not about like, well, this is what the workout at intermediate level says to lift for weight. So I'm going to do that. It might not, it might be too light for you. It might be too heavy. It, do, it doesn't matter. I need you to lift this weight. And it, it feels like yesterday's workout was uh, for the men's barbell was 315. You need to pick that barbell and be like, Oh, that was freaking heavy. Yeah. Like that was the intended stimulus. Then I need right. to do some really, after those really heavy deadlifts, I need to go and do some really hard gymnastics and see if I can hang on. Yeah. Um, and, and that can look a bunch of different ways, but because one guy's doing muscle ups doesn't mean that you doing those ring rows isn't just as hard to you as those pull ups feel. Exactly. I mean, as those muscle ups feel to him. Yeah. And so that, that's when you, you have to change the mindset, like, well, I can't do that. It's like, don't worry. It's like, I want you to get this out of it. If they were super uh, literal, sorry, go ahead. Finish your, finish your thought there. Yeah. It's just like, don't, again, don't, um, always look at those workouts as, or those, the way the workouts program is an opportunity to, to push yourself. So what, you know, push yourself. It's, we're all competitive. We want to beat the person beside us, but every day you come in, you're competing against yesterday. You, you know, I want to do a little better than I did yesterday. And if you do that, you know, if your goal is to become an RX athlete and you keep trying to get a little better than you did yesterday, you'll probably get there eventually. Right. I mean, it literally could be if they wanted to be super literal with it, it's just like, you need to pick up a bar that's heavy for you and then do a (laughs) gymnastics movement that involves a pulling component and a pressing component that is challenging. And all of that needs to be done with a heart rate of at least 160 or above for about 10 minutes. Like that that literally could be it, but that doesn't sound very good. So instead they just- That'll blow the brains of all the analytical people at the gym of like, no, it said 15 repetitions. So I need to like, you know, right. it's, uh, uh, but again, it's more of a, 
an art to it rather than an exact science. And that's how your coach looks at it though. Like when I look at the workout, that's what I think in my head. Like that's what their coach is thinking. And so if you're unsure of like how, like how would I break this apart and ask your coach. And I think the, one of the last things I want to bring up before um, we wrap things up is I hear a lot and I've heard a lot over the years of coaching is like, hey, why weren't you in here yesterday? Oh, well, I saw the work I had muscle-ups and I can't do muscle-ups, so I didn't come. And it's mm-hmm. and it, I cannot express to you enough that our literal job as CrossFit coaches and as a CrossFit gym is to make workouts that everyone and anyone can do. Like that is mm-hmm. what you're paying for. So please do not do that. Do not yeah. show up because you think you and and that goes for if you have an injury, if 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 you're not feeling good that day, tell your coach that's what they're there to do. Like that's they're hired to do that and you're paying for that space for someone to be like, "Hey, my knee hurts today," or "Hey, my shoulder hurts. I can't do bar muscle-ups today," or your equivalent scaling option, "What should I do?" That's the point. So do not stay home yeah. because that's like the worst thing you could do. Just it, it's just also such a great opportunity to get that much closer to something that you're working on. It's like, okay, you don't have bar muscle ups, but you know what? You're, you're pretty good at pull-ups. Well, maybe you just got a lot better and you were able to get chest to bar pull-ups today. It's like you, well, you just moved up one more notch to getting closer to those, those, those chest bar pull-ups. Or how about you go even lower than that? Of like, you know, I do ring rows every time. Well, then I came in and I had 20 minutes in the beginning of class that we did skill work on polling and oh my freaking God, I just got my first pull-up. Yep. That you come in for those moments. Yeah, the, a muscle up's programmed, but you you got a pull up today. Like, yep. yeah, you didn't get a muscle up, but you got something you've been working on forever. Like, you know, there's you, you come in those days to make the progress towards you know the ever dangling carrot because you do like what sometimes people don't realize is like, yeah, muscle ups are programmed. But I saw some athletes that didn't do all the muscle ups unbroken. They can do muscle ups, but they didn't do them all broken. Do you think that they're probably getting? Well, I want to be able to do more muscle ups. Right. That, it never, it never ends. You're yeah. Like, oh, you I can have do it faster. You can make it look yeah. better. You can take less rest in between yeah. sets. Like you forever could just yeah. keep going. Yeah. yeah. So part, part of what makes this work is that you're never content, you know, and, and that's, that's how you kind of keep getting better. So also remembering it's like, okay, well, you know, you're feeling this way that you can't quite do it, but the athletes that can do it are feeling, well, why can't I do it more? Why can't I do it faster? So it's everybody, everybody has the same feelings about themselves, but, um, again, just enjoy the process. Yeah. Show up and work out. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, it kind of goes full circle too. And as someone that I, I've, I know you and I have both experienced this to various extents. But like, it's not like you work your way up to RX and then you just stay there and it just keeps going. Like you also f- might find yourself at a different point in life doing the intermediate. Like I've literally felt that. I've been the beginner. I've done through the intermediate. I did RX and now I'm back to the intermediate again. And like that's the point is that mm-hmm. Zach at 22 years old and now Zach at 30 years old can do the same workout and scale it differently, but get the same stimulus and that's the whole point so it's like when 75 year old zach is doing this workout again you know it it, it's still the same i just scale Mm -hmm. a little differently but at the end of the day i'm improving my fitness and that's what we want Mm -hmm. so um unless you got anything for me i think that wraps up the programming uh podcast for the day um i hope you guys enjoyed listening you got something out of it as always if you got more questions if we didn't answer your specific question on programming come ask us regardless if you're at augusta or in portland a coach would be happy to talk to you about programming um we love we want to hear your feedback uh we're always trying to improve so please let us know and as always thanks for listening and we will see you at the gym thanks nick have a good one guys